0: One night, there I was watching CNN and enjoying myself and watching some very, very um, interesting stuff about deep fake videos and facial recognition technology. And I was hearing all these American voices. But the person who was presenting um, the item and doing the investigation um, had a big Irish voice on him and a big Irish head on him as well. And that man was Donny O'Sullivan. And I went, my God, an Irishman on CNN in such an interesting, interesting position. A uh, fascinating job he has. And we said we would try to get in touch with him. And we're delighted now. He joins us live from New York. Donnie O'Sullivan. Hi, Donny. Hey, Mario. How are you? <laughs> Great to talk to you. Great to talk to you. Donny. what an interesting job you have on CNN. Your job, you're part of the CNN business team, but your job covers the intersection between technology and politics. And... You have hit pay dirt with this because this is really so <laughs> such an interesting area considering the world we're living in at the moment. The whole area of technology and conspiracy theories and deep fake videos and facial recognition technology. Um, let me start by asking you, Donny, were, were, you, were you watching the whole Trump um, rally last night from Tulsa, Oklahoma?
1: Yeah, I caught up with it it this morning. So, uh, yeah, talk about misinformation. (laughs) Misinformation, yes. And to that end as
0: well, Eric Trump, Trump's middle son and a campaign surrogate, promoted um, an organisation called QAnon, whose followers the FBI have deemed as conspiracy theory driven domestic terrorists in an Instagram post to his 1.5 million followers ahead of his father's rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma on Saturday, providing a massive platform for that right wing conspiracy. And this is one of the uh, areas that you look into, uh, Doni. Like for our listeners, what is QAnon, for example?
1: Yeah, QAnon is is probably as far out there as as you can get, but what we're starting to to see more and more these days is that a lot of these sort of what used to be fringe conspiracy theories are now getting more mainstream because you know people are seeing them in their Twitter and Facebook feeds. Um, it's it's hard to hard to sum up QAnon, um, but it, it overall it is basically a conspiracy theory that uh, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton are trying to overthrow the presidency of Donald Trump. Um, that there is you know links that there's a, a child sex trafficking ring being run out of a. Uh, basement of a pizzeria in in Washington um, and that you know other claims that you know every you know the unfortunate of course mass shootings we have here uh, in the us that each of those is a, some sort of false flag operation and every it's all false and fake so um, it's a crazy theory um and it has many theories as part of of that it's it's an it's anonymous group that runs it or person or group um and yeah you're right eric trump the president's son did post um On Instagram, uh, and uh, a post that said, "Who's ready for the Trump rally tonight?" and it had the the queue of QAnon in the background. Uh, To be fair to him, he did uh, remove the post afterward. Um, after some folks, you know, were outraged and pointed out that you know he was linking out to this QAnon theory. But that's something we often see from. Uh, the Trump campaign and his family in that they will post up something shocking and offensive and either sometimes claim ignorance or sometimes say, oh, we didn't understand the reference and, and take it down. But I mean, by the time things get taken down, it's seen by millions of people.
0: Yeah, the horse has already left the barn, as um, um, somebody was quoted uh, the other day as talking about John Bolton's book. But Pizzagate is something you refer to there, isn't it? Um, that a paedophile ring was being run by Hillary Clinton from a pizza restaurant in Washington. Is that correct?
1: That is right, yeah. (laughs) And a lot of people uh, think that QAnon sort of is an extension of of this conspiracy theory called Pizzagate. So basically what Pizzagate was was that, just as you said, a a child sex trafficking ring being run out of the basement of a um, pizzeria in Washington, D.C., um, you know, and as you know, obviously it's it's a crazy conspiracy, uh, but there's not even a basement in that uh, pizzeria. No. Uh, as we as we later found out. Um, but uh, you know, it's easy to, to I guess laugh these things off and say, well, that's crazy, it's ridiculous, but. Um, in I think it was December 2016, um, just after the election, you know, a guy showed up fully armed um, and and trying to find at this pizzeria, uh, a believer of the conspiracy theory uh, and trying to find the, the pedophiles in the in the building. Um, of course, he had no luck and was arrested, but I, I think he fired a shot or two in there. So, I mean, these things, you know, the craziness that is happening online is spilling out very much so into the real world.
0: Yeah. Tell us about Sandy Hook and Alex Jones.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a long list of conspiracies, <laughs> Mario. Um, yeah, again, you know, like th- th- this, I think, just really highlights that, um, you know, these people really have no moral compass at all whatsoever. Um, you know, obviously, we all remember the, the Sandy Hook massacre, the shooting of um, all those innocent children here at a, at a school. Uh, a few years ago in Connecticut, Um, and again, you know, Alex Jones and his type, uh, his ilk, I guess, uh, claiming that, you know, that was a false flag operation, that it didn't either happen, or that the people, the videos we see of people crying and the families, that they're all actors, and that is something that's sort of uh, common here in the U.S. Anytime we have these massacres, obviously, despite all the dead people, Uh, Conspiracy theorists will try and claim that the thing was a total setup, that people didn't die or that it was, you know, a setup by um, anti-gun groups to get, uh, you know, stricter gun laws um, uh, passed here in the United States. Um, So there's really no end to it. I mean, obviously now with COVID-19, there's a lot of conspiracy theories, which I think could get particularly dangerous around Um, vaccine misinformation I mean even before there's a vaccine developed for COVID-19 there's a huge army of people online trying to undermine it trying to say that whatever the vaccine is it's going to be dangerous and it's encouraging people uh, not to get the vaccine and not to get their children vaccinated
0: yeah 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 deep fake videos um, Donny you've looked into this quite a bit Um, so one of the videos that's doing the rounds at the moment is a video of a little um, black boy um, chasing a a little white boy, a little toddler. And uh, this video was uh, used by Donald Trump and retweeted um, to say that uh, CNN... um, Well, you tell the rest of the story.
1: Yeah, so uh, I think almost everybody would remember or recognize the video from, Mm. I think, last September... Um, And the video showed a black boy and a uh, white boy, you know, about a year or two old, toddlers running towards each other and giving each other a big hug. Um, And it went viral because it was, you know, heartwarming. And the parents shared it saying, you know, with all the racism in the world, this is maybe there's a lesson in this uh, from these children. Um, At the end of the video or at some point, you know, when you watch the full version of the video, um, you know, after they're playing around. And at one point, the, the white boy is running after the black boy. Um, so uh, Trump on, I think it was uh, Wednesday or Thursday night, uh, posted a version of this video where he took the, the, the piece uh, of the, the white boy chasing the black boy and put some fake CNN graphics on there. And said, you know, racist toddler, um, you know, black child runs from racist toddler or something like that. Yeah. Um, and, and claimed that that is how CNN would cover uh, that story. Because, you know, the, the the suggestion, I guess the implication being that CNN is trying to, you know, um, uh, sow division and, and racial tensions here in the U.S. Um, that video, uh, of course, we actually did cover it at the time. <laughs> we had the, the parents... Um, of the boys and the boys themselves actually came on some CNN shows. And of course we covered it accurately as, as what it were to happen. Um, but you know, it, it was quite surreal to see that video. It, it eventually actually got taken down by Facebook and Twitter. And throughout Friday, as I was working, covering this story, I was actually speaking um, to, to, to one of the dads of one of the boys in the video. And, and he was just absolutely disgusted. You know, it's quite surreal, really. that. The president of the United States would take a video like this and, you know, a video of children and, you know, exploit it in such a way. And, you know, for him, it was obviously devastating. You know, they they posted this video with great intentions. You know, it was received well by everybody. And then for, you know, almost a year later for it to be brought up again in this way, they, they were really disgusted by it. And they're now actually looking into what, if any, uh, legal recourse um, uh, they they can get on behalf of their children. Yeah,
0: Um, and it was tagged, wasn't it, as manipulated media, which is something that Twitter now have started doing to some of Trump's tweets.
1: That's right. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've all seen with the, the Snapchat filters and everything uh, that, you know, it's very easy now to uh, manipulate video to, you know, some there's Snapchat filters that you can make yourself look younger or older or put horns in your head or whatever. Um, so it's really easy to uh, create sort of fake or doctored videos now, which for the most part, it's fun. Um, and a lot of us, you know, use in Hollywood, etc. Um, but in the political context here, and when you think about the amount of misinformation um, and all the conspiracy theories we're talking about, obviously that could also be used for nefarious purposes. Um, and the social media companies are sort of coming around to this, you know, idea now that, um, you know, this this is, a, I guess, a sort of unique, a new unique form of misinformation. We saw here, particularly uh, around the 2016 election, that, you know, there was so much quote unquote, fake news stories, lit, literally, objectively, you know, fake websites that are designed to look like news websites that get, you know, go viral with salacious headlines. Um, that That is one challenge that the, the social media companies can barely handle, which is just text, you know, stuff you read. Uh you know, they're now saying that things are about to get much more sophisticated with with these videos. So uh, Twitter and Facebook have put in these policies in place now where they, when they can identify it, that they're going to say this video has been manipulated in some way. And I think it's probably an unfortunate sign of, of things to come.
0: Mm. I, d- I don't know. Did you see that Katie Hop- uh, Hopkins has been suspended permanently um, from Twitter? I don't know. Did you see that, Tony?
1: Yes, I did. Yeah. And I mean, look, there's a huge debate um particularly raging here in the U.S. is that, you know, any time, particularly when a Trump's tweets are taken down or, um, you know, actioned or labeled, whether it's manipulated media in some way, that, you know, people here, Trump supporters and the president himself will say, well, you know, this is you're going against free expression, freedom of speech. Um, And there is I think there is a big discussion to be had about, you know, a lot of people are saying somebody like Katie Hopkins, some people will say should have been shut down off mm. Twitter mm. years ago. But then a lot of people will say, well, should a company like Twitter or Facebook actually have that power to be able to shut down a public figure, whether they're even the president of the United States? I mean, right now, these are private companies. They can do whatever they want. Um, most times they try and not do a loss. I mean... There's a lot of stuff up on on these platforms that, you know, really probably shouldn't be there at all. Um, But I I do think in in the years to come, uh, as uh, I mean, Facebook and Twitter already play a a pivotal role in our discussion and discourse and, you know, in the US and Ireland and all around the world. Um, But I I do think that 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 whole topic of um, what powers these companies have and what responsibilities they have is going to become a a bigger and bigger and bigger issue.
0: Yeah, Um, I mean... Conspiracy theories have always been kind of interesting as almost a, a little hobby, as a kind of a side thing we look at and go, oh, that, that's mad, isn't it? And now they've become mainstream because of the people that are retweeting them and propagating them, Trump and Eric Trump and Donald Trump Jr. and stuff like that. Um, and this taps into an idea that they've realized that their supporters really don't care about the facts at all, that they will believe whatever they're fed just to believe it, just to put a badge on themselves, blue against red, red against blue, black against white, they will believe, they figured out that their supporters will believe anything they're told. So, for example, one of the overarching conspiracies in the whole Trump presidency is that Donald Trump is actually up against the entire deep state of America and is trying to save America from the deep state, which is trying to destroy America. And so his supporters still see him as this outsider, this kind of gunslinging sheriff who's come in to clean up bad America because America is being destroyed by these deep state bureaucrats who are all, of course, in the model of, of Barack Obama and Obama supporters and Hillary Clinton supporter, supporters. But it's because they're willing to believe anything they're fed, Donny, they? Is that not correct?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, America is so polarized. Um, And I think really the social media platforms have fed into that because whether you're left or right, Democrat or Republican, you know, Facebook wants to keep you on its platform. So if it sees that you, Mario Rosenstock, you know, like a set of, of, of pages, and let's say they are all of one particular persuasion, Facebook will feed you more and more and more of that because they know they're like, okay, this is what this person likes. So we wanna give them more of that. Now, that is a good idea, idea in theory, you know, the say, okay, well, they're interested in this, so let's show them more of it. But if you think about that from the perspective of, you know, just getting factual information uh basically what it means is that if you like a set of republican pages facebook is probably going to send you more and more uh republican content and not and and to towards like will probably send you towards hyper-partisan news like or news or opinion outlets like breitbart so um you know as much fact checking as, as as can be done by the mainstream press, um, you know, a lot of times people just aren't seeing it because all they are seeing in their Facebook feeds is whatever they agree with. And I, I think you're absolutely right in that, you know, certainly um, conspiracy theories, I think, in general are far more powerful on the american right and among trump supporters but there is also you know plenty of people on the left democratic supporters too who will are very quick to believe anything that they see online as long as it conforms to their uh viewpoints. so that, it, it that, is
0: a problem on that, both that sides that is interesting yeah um just in regard to your job um i was watching cnn the other day and they have a guy on it called who you'd know called daniel dale and Daniel Dale would have been a person who you would never have heard about uh, two years ago because in sense he was working in the back room of CNN. He was working behind the scenes in CNN. And Daniel Dale has now come to the forefront of CNN because he's on every day. The reason being, the name of his job is he's a fact checker. He is CNN's fact checker, which means basically Daniel Dale is on CNN every day going, no, that's not true. Uh, tr- there are no aliens. Uh, Trump doesn't know about the aliens. And Trump didn't land in a spaceship. And no, 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 she's not a paedophile. No, it's not a pizza. And no, no, it's not this. And so Daniel Dale is on the television every day. And it occurred to me, you're on the television more and more now, and you must be licking your lips and your chops and, and rubbing your hands together like a Machiavellian body going, I'm in the center of the storm here. It's the Donnie O'Sullivan show on CNN i am all over this place
1: it must be delighted with the the brief you have um i mean yeah firstly just on, on poor daniel dale is all i'd say i don't know how he does it he he i mean he has to, he he base he's he, he's devoted to fact checking trump um so you know there is a lot of work 18000 lies I- in th- in 4 years uh, yeah, I, d- I don't think Daniel uh, sleeps a lot these days. Um, you know, just as, as you were saying that, you know, a role like that is coming to the forefront. I mean, the, my job, um, specifically sort of looking at misinformation and how politics and, and technology intertwine didn't really exist um, three or four years ago. Um, I mean, it didn't exist at all, actually. Uh, you know, I think the media, um, all of us missed the big story in 2016, as it was happening, which was that, you know, everybody who wrote Trump off and said he's not going to win, it's people weren't, people, one, didn't, uh, you know, understand really, I guess, the, the feeling in the country, but two, didn't understand how powerful, um, you know, Facebook and, and, and what people are seeing in their feeds uh, actually, is and, and how persuasive that is. So, um, you know, my job sort of came together in 2017 um, for CNN, where they said, "Hey, we need somebody looking into like what is going on in terms of of, of political debate and misinformation." Um, so it's been, yeah, it's been it's been yeah. very uh, very busy. It couldn't have worked out better for you, Donny. It's almost
0: like you created all the conspiracy theories and all the <laughs> fake fake videos yourself. You did, Donny, <laughs> didn't you? you? It's you. It's you. It's you that done. done them all and now you're just investigating yourself to give yourself a job isn't that right Tony exactly I staged the
1: <laughs> moon landing as well you know
0: so you work pretty hard and
1: but I do but you all you come from Kerry is that right that is right Jack when did Carseville. you move to
0: when did you move to New York
1: uh I moved uh, just at the at the very end of 2015 so just as as the uh, S was really about to hit the fan, <laughs> fan here um I was working with um Storyful, I'm um, Mark Little's company, uh, who used to be an yes. RT Washington correspondent. And um, my job there was, um, you know, in sort of breaking news, anytime there's a terrorist attack or a bomb or whatever, you know, we'll always now see before a news crew gets there, uh, people post videos online and, and images from their, from their smartphones. Hmm. Um, so our job was sort of vetting those videos, so sort of figuring out what's real and what's fake in real time And uh, eventually went to CNN working in the background um, doing that. And then as 2017 came, they said, can you move, you know, you sort of find the real stuff and fake stuff in in breaking news. Can you figure it out on a more sort of larger scale about politics? And um, been doing that for a few years. And then they eventually started putting it on on television. I think they were probably a bit scared that... uh, could a lot of people couldn't understand the Irish accent, but it seems to be going all right so
0: far. No, no, your accent isn't that pronounced. It's good, it's, it's good in straight accent as well. So listen, this is gonna be a big year for you as well. I mean, coming up to the November 3rd election, it's it's really going to be an interesting time, isn't it, from your perspective? Yeah,
1: it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty nuts. The videos um, are gonna
0: be flying around, the fake videos are gonna be flying around, the manipulation of the videos, face, voice. Yeah. Um <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I think particularly as well, given, you know, obviously a lot of America is not on lockdown. um, But, you know, I I do think that uh, there is going to be less campaigning. You know, Trump... Probably will actually have less rallies than he would have otherwise. Um, so I think you know what people are seeing online, what they're seeing in their Facebook feeds, is probably going to have even a bigger impact on the elections. So um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a busy few months ahead for for me and Daniel Dale.
0: <laughs> you poor old Daniel Dale down <laughs> in the basement checking another another Trump lie. Incredible, incredible. Well, listen, continued success to you, Donny. I really enjoy watching your. Um, your slots on CNN—they're great. Um, do you want a, sh- a big sh- shout-out to anybody in Carseveen?
1: Well, I better say Happy Father's Day to my dad. And uh, what's his my, name? My Donal. Donald He's known locally as, as Donald Tommy, okay. uh, and he, he works—he works in Quillid's fish shop in Carseveen. So, uh, and I've yeah, the whole of Carseveen, I think, is listening to you today, Mario, because my mom, who basically now acts as my agent, I think, had had half the town. Told what's us her number? Now. What's her name? what's her number
0: what's her name so I can send her a deep fake video of her saying I love Mario's Sunday (laughs) roast
1: (laughs) she she would happily she would happily give you her number Uh, her name is Noreen and my two younger sisters Kerry and Sinead Sinead by the way who is 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 one of your biggest fans and I think I think I'm recalling the story correctly but they went to see one of your shows live a few years ago and I think you gave Sinead a hug while you were dressed as Miriam O'Callaghan so
0: (laughs) that's great thank you thank you so much Tony and listen um, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show will you come on to us again sometime
1: absolutely yeah happy to come on anytime
0: brilliant and hi to Donald Tommy and hi to Noreen um down in Car Iveen and happy Father's Day Donald Tommy uh Donny go back to bed um have a good um 2020 and see you again Thanks, soon Mario. on Mario Sunday roast bye bye